You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Kenny. And you. Oh, what a power hour it will be. Uh, all our bets for tonight. Bets of steel in the NHL. I got a couple bets for tonight in hockey. Not a huge slate. We'll roll through all the games. As one does. Here on You Better You Bet. And uh, we'll give you our bets for the quarterfinals. The two quarterfinal games tonight in the NBA in-season tournament. Two more games coming up tomorrow. With the Knicks and the Bucks, the Lakers and the Suns, pretty awesome. Tonight, though, we've got the Celtics and the Pacers, the Kings and the Pelicans, and we have injury news here for the Pacers. And we talked about this when Whale was on. Tyrese Halliburton and Obi Toppin, both listed questionable. Both are going to play tonight for the Pacers. So this is going to be, I, I can't wait to watch these games. And I think you might have said this, Ken, off air. Great to have an alternative tonight in sports to what could be an absolutely terrible Monday Night Football game, which I will still watch every play of, but it's nice to have like a split-screen experience maybe with a couple like you know high-leverage NBA games that might feel like playoff games. That's my hope, at least. So we'll give you our bets and our handicaps for both of those games. And, of course, side total and props, the Jaguars and the Bengals to wrap up Week 13 in the National Football League. Also, we should work at a Lochmas as well. Maybe we'll do that to start next segment, get Ken's sure. initial takes on the college football playoff semifinals. We touched on it yesterday. Today, what's quickly becoming like my favorite Sunday morning show of the year, unless we have a World Cup final, in which case that's the best. I don't know that that'll ever happen again during the fall, like we had in uh, in, in Qatar last year. Right. But uh, when it's in when it's in Bahrain in four years or whatever, Max Verstappen will be the uh, will be the referee, right. the official referee of the game. Uh, so we gave you some thoughts, preliminary thoughts yesterday during the show when the re- playoff rankings came out. We'll give you some more coming up in a little bit here today in day one of Lochmas. But for now, let's touch on the Bills and the Chiefs. Kenny, bring the music up, please. Uh, I can't wait to talk about this game. I can't wait to watch this game. Really, really important game. Like the Bills, I feel like we feel like they're probably not going to make the playoffs. But if they are going to make it, they absolutely have to win this game. So yet another like all-in game coming up for the Buffalo Bills. And the Chiefs, the season ended today. 
They're the four seed in the AFC playoffs. And I'm not insinuating that's what it'll be when the season ends. Just that Kansas City right now at four losses could 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 use a win as well. The Bills are coming off their bye. The Chiefs are coming off the loss last night in Lambeau against the Packers. You can blame the refs all you want for the missed pass interference call at the end of the game. Also, Patrick Mahomes didn't do that. Basically, it was like, hey, we got to put ourselves in a better position to win these games. Maybe don't settle for field goals in the first half when the Packers are scoring touchdowns. And yes, I am a little salty because I laid the points with the Chiefs in any event. On Sunday, a rivalry renewed in Arrowhead. Kansas City, a two-and-a-half-point home favorite, Ken, against Buffalo. The total, 47-and-a-half. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Also, I feel like every single time these two teams play, it's in Kansas City. But whatever. Kansas City and Buffalo. What do you think here? Early handicap of this game. It's funny. Normally, we've uh, obviously seen these teams play a lot. We've seen them play a lot in this building. We've seen point spreads that are really similar to this. And I think I've always said the same thing with those games. Even if I bet uh, a different side or I bet the over or the under in the game, I always say like, I'd never want to tease like a potentially high scoring all in game because of the light. Like each team is familiar with blowing out opponents. Like they can put up a lot of points to blow out an opponent. They play each other. I don't really like think about Niners Eagles yesterday. Actually be a really good example of that, of like the, like the teams are too good to tease. Is like almost like how I would explain it. Like we've said this on the show before, and we said it earlier today. I like to like give me two and a half to eight and a half with the two worst teams you could imagine, because none of them, neither of them, are good enough to blow each other out. Give me a one possession game. Chargers Broncos, the game we closed last segment with, feel that same way. This game's kind of funny because I actually do think I really want to tease the Bills in this game, and I would never. I in all of the previous meetings, I never would have said that. I don't know if the, I don't know if the Chiefs can blow them out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if that's possible. Honestly, uh, a couple injuries that came out of that game. Uh, you watched it closer than I did. I only, I watched. I literally fell asleep at the two minute warning in the first half and woke up and had to watch a condensed game to figure out what happened. Like sort of in a daze. Uh, what 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 actually happened in this game? I saw the final score and. Uh, Losing Drew Tranquil on like the first series of the game for Kansas City, uh, their green dot linebacker, he gets the calls in. Need and in I the thought, head, man. That's need, like need, the wrestling not, fans. And not just need in the head. Need in the head by like the largest knee imaginable. <laughs> like, AJ AJ, like like power rank knees you'd want to get hit in the head with. That's, I mean, that's he's like the last. He's literally the last pick of the draft. Yeah, just you. Like he would basically never want got like it was. Right. It was like a Kenny Omega V trigger, basically for the wrestling fans right. out there. That Drew Tranquil got the knocked him out of the game yesterday. Ken, right? Like I could need Drew Tranquil in the head, and he'd be like, "Great, like what's the call on second down, coach?" It's like Spags, and it's like, and then like AJ Dillon. It's I mean, it just you know with a sledgehammer basically. Uh, and I thought this is one thing. I know people sometimes don't like Collinsworth. Like, I I really, I actually really like him. I think he's great. And one thing that I think he's great at is even something that's pretty obvious, but like taking time to go back a couple plays later and really emphasize how big of a deal that is that he's out, that Tranquil's out of the game. Like, yeah, everyone's going to reference that he's concussed and he leaves the game, but to like continue to hammer it and hammer like exactly why it's important and why, and this is what I'm getting to eventually, why for the Chiefs it's really important. And I feel like you could kind of tell in the game last night, they had a rookie end up making the defensive calls and said, and I'll just say what Collinsworth said, paraphrase him, that basically Kansas City's defensive calls, because Spags likes to blitz a lot, do a lot of complex stuff, they're really, they're like hard, they're hard to communicate to teammates. It's not just like base packages and stuff. Like these is like this, the player that, that uh, plays Tranquil's position has to be really, really good at that. And if he's concussed and he doesn't clear protocol, he doesn't play in this game, and it's the Bills' offense, doesn't that seem like a really big deal? <laughs> like, doesn't that seem really important? And, like, they'll have a plan. 
like whether Tranquil's ready or not. It's always more difficult when something happens in a game than when it happens, like, and you have to prepare for it the next week. It just seems like a really big deal to me, honestly. So, like, I would never pay attention to an injury like that normally. And watching the game last night, I just go, oh, my God, they got the Bills next week. Like, this could be really bad. Like, this could be actually, like, not, you know, not particularly fun for the Chiefs and their defense. Um, I actually think the Bills are really likely to keep the game close the way Kansas City plays now, the way their red zone drives stall all the time, the way they settle for field goals in a bunch of situations. I think the Bills are actually really likely to keep the game close. I know that's a really long explanation for like, I want to tease Buffalo, but I would never, ever tease like the big game normally. And I actually really want to here. Uh, We can talk about like, hey, water gun to your head. Who do you think wins? total all that stuff but like i will have bills teasers definitely you better you bet with nick and ken magnificent football monday rolling through handicap of week 14 focusing right now on the chiefs and bills water gun to your head who wins buffalo i would take kansas city but that's like water gun to the head like am i am i gonna bet that opinion no just like so um seems like an advantageous setup for them so it it does um you know, we had talked in the weeks leading up to this game. This is obviously before yesterday, and the Chiefs lose to the Packers. And everyone is always has the opportunity and the right to change their minds. It's why we literally call this a pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Like pencil, not pen. Obviously, and like new new information presents itself, you can change your mind. Obviously, so like I think both of us had been on the like we like the Chiefs in this game because Buffalo always loses, Kansas City always wins. Then I guess Kansas City did like go ahead and foul that up last night by losing to the Green Bay Packers. Are you kind of like off Kansas City a little bit here? Less like you know following the Eagles' loss on Monday Night Football, we're both like, hey, we still think this team's going to win the Super Bowl. That get down fourteen nothing storm back against the Raiders, lose on Sunday night on the road to Jordan Love and the Packers, and like, Green Bay's led the, from from pillar to post, led the entire game. Are you out a little bit right now on KC? Not not saying they're going to miss the playoffs or like lose in the first round to like the Colts or something like that, but are you out on the Chiefs right now? Uh, I'm out on them on this part of their schedule in the regular season. Definitely out. They don't, they just, uh, they don't look sharp. They don't, like, they do a lot of things wrong. They, they don't seem like a team I'd want to play on right now, honestly. And they played that way. Their last five games, they're two and three. Like, this isn't just like some one game overreaction kind of thing. Um, they just don't look like a team I'd want to play on right now. Uh, do I still have confidence they can be a Super Bowl champion contender? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I had three teams in the bucket, and I feel confident I had the Super Bowl champion, whatever, eight weeks ago, whenever we did this. And you can tell it's eight weeks ago because Joe Burrow in Cincinnati was one of the teams. Kansas City, San Francisco. And then I said Cincy, because that's the team that's like given Mahomes the most problems. Uh, if I had to do the, bu- I'm sure if people had to do the bucket right now, even if they agreed with me before, you'd be throwing in teams left and right, probably based on what we've seen recently and being really not confident. Uh, I'd absolutely, well, I'd take Cincinnati out, obviously, but I would have, I would have the same two teams and feel really confident. And I, it's actually, I think I've actually been aided in the fact that San Francisco is now like a very worthy second team, I think, to have in the bucket and feel like you have the Super Bowl champion, probably taking some of the probability away from Kansas City, honestly. And I still feel like if I have those two, I have the winner, just to give you an idea of like where I would be in the playoffs on these teams. I'm starting to come back around on my preseason Super Bowl pick. The Miami Dolphins. If Van Ginkle's going to look like that rushing the passer with Jalen Phillips Well, can they out? be the one? That's the key. Can Kansas City go to their place? Which is now possible because of what happened yesterday. Uh, let's talk about the total here in the game, Ken, and then I'll give you my opinion on it with KC and Buffalo. 47 and a half. So... I know that the thought will always be with people, and this is not me making a case for the under, just like providing a little context that, you know, these two offenses, if Tranquil's out, the Bills' defense has been brutal, and, like, I think a product of profiles is maybe, like, if Kansas City's offense is going to break out, like, probably against, like, a terrible Bills' defense. Bills' defense now. that has been great, right? right? 
Yeah. Um, these two teams played last year, and Buffalo won that game 24-20 in the midseason in, in Kansas City. So obviously lands 44, which would fall short of this total. So just that, you know, like I think this is one where you look at it and it feels like it's an over game, and it's I'm not making a case for the under, just that I think it's a really interesting handicap. Uh, do you have a thought on the total of the game at this point? No, because uh, I think you have like two teams that I think at this exact portion of their calendar, I would say would play two totally different types of games, right? Like I think the Chiefs, I would still think of as an under team, not just because their defense is really good, their defense is really good, and their red zone offense is an absolute disaster in a lot of these situations. When it used to, I mean, they, they ran ring around the Rosie against the Raiders and scored it. And it just, it's like that, that team. That team can't score in the red zone now. Like it's it's almost impossible to to think that it's that it's really that this is really a thing. And it is. Their first two possessions yesterday, like like time consuming drives, first down, Mahomes making throws, whatever, everything looks great. Like first snap in the red zone, both drives, like sack. It's like oh oh okay, like here's a field goal again, like oh, without even running the other plays. It's like all right, here's a field goal again. Like, so yeah, that, that's when you see Chiefs and you see this number, it's like, okay, like they like to play those kind of games, but then you have the Bills. And I would just look at like, I don't even care about the games before the Eagles game because those were all like, not this type of opponent, like not any, like they played a really soft schedule and still struggled with it, the Eagles game. Look at what the Eagles offense did yesterday. Like nothing, like nothing against the Niners. That team lit up Buffalo in the second half of that game. Hurts couldn't stop throwing touchdowns. Yeah, like I, I, it's the these two teams. Normally, when they play, they like that you would think they like to play shootout kind of games. They like to play offense. The Chiefs feel like I feel like they don't want they not that they don't want any part of the game like that. They almost can't play a game like that. Like the way their offense runs right now, it's like impossible. And the Bills dying to play games like that. I don't I don't know what style we're gonna get because they actually are playing totally different styles this year. Normally, they're playing the same style: great quarterbacks, high scoring games, all that stuff. That's not the case this year. I don't know kind of like what wins, what type of game we get. Do we get the red zone stall kind of a game? almost like Buffalo Cincy, sort of like that game too, ends up going under the total? Or do we get the Chiefs look like how the Eagles looked against the Bills? Second half of the game, Mahomes throwing it all over the place and uh, and it turns into high scoring. And I feel like you could make a strong case for either one. More likely that the spread goes where? Oh, man. Uh, and you can stay, it just well, stays at two and a half also. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. That's no fun. Um, even though that's the most, that's definitely the most likely answer. Is it more likely to go to three or go down? Down, right? I don't. I don't think it can. Go, well, it can go to three. I don't know if it can stay at three, like for the week. Well, because Buffalo there's gonna be too, back, too much right? interest in Buffalo. Well, it just yeah. and it's not even like a power rating. It's just like a little injury concern for the Chiefs. And like a really bad setup schedule wise for one team versus the other team like that usually the team that's like in the bad part of that it's not going to get like the spread's not going to get stretched out on their side like that's usually not how it works even if you think all that stuff's like kind of hocus pocus and it doesn't matter it market tends to move a little bit on that stuff by weeks uh injuries rest advantages like that's how the cowboys get to three and a half against the eagles like that's how that happens and uh and i if that happened here it would be toward buffalo so i think we kind of maybe it goes to two or something or one i don't think the bills end up favored ever um i think this is where we live if we went to three and stayed there i'd be i'd be really surprised doesn't mean it can't happen uh, i would just be really surprised if we did so we had this conversation a couple times during the show today. Favorite teaser legs sure. for this week is is like Bills Bucks your preferred option? Bills Bucks 
for uh of the games that we haven't gotten to or of the games we've gotten to already yeah yes do you uh you know who else is coming off their bye this week not just the buffalo bills for this game jim nance and tony romo uh welcome back guys did, did, is there a bump in the market for them too uh, i don't know well, I think- jim I, I guess like the game would be a pick 'em, right? If like it's gonna get nuts in like a Nance and Romo or kind like, of way. Ga- game game decided by exactly three points and overtime, both getting bets. <laughs> Absolutely love it. All right, uh, on the other side, can I interest everybody in some Lockmas? Ken's initial thoughts on the college football playoff semifinals. Plus, we'll give you bets to steal our bets for tonight in the National Hockey League. <laughs> 